to another great episode of The Bourbon Road with your hosts, Jim and Brian, where they talk bourbon and, of course, drink bourbon. Grab yourself a pour, kick back, and enjoy another trip down the bourbon road. Very excited to have BlantonsBourbonShop.com as a new sponsor for the Bourbon Road Podcast. In fact, this podcast is brought to you by Blanton's Bourbon Shop. BlantonsBourbonShop.com is the only official merchandiser for Blanton's, the original single barrel. Looking for a unique gift? Blanton's Bourbon Shop has got you covered. BlantonsBourbonShop.com is your home for all Blanton's gifts. You know, friends, it's never too early to start planning your trip to the Bourbon Trail for 2023. We hope you'll join the Bourbon Road crew as we pull out all the stops this year at Bourbon on the Banks. So mark your calendars for October 6th and 7th, and we'll plan on seeing you in Frankfort, Kentucky. Be sure to listen in during the halftime break for all the details on Bourbon on the Banks. Hello listeners and welcome back to another episode of The Bourbon Road. I am your co-host Brian Hyatt and tonight we have an old friend joining us, uh, Tyler Wilson. Our host Jim Shannon is out. He uh, had knee replacement surgery about a week and a half ago and he's doing well and we're all sending him well wishes and ready for him to be back to uh, sipping some whiskey again. How's it going, Tyler? It's going great, Brian. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so it, it's been a while. Tyler has been very busy with work and raising children and doing all kinds of fun things, traveling and and all that good stuff. And even on occasion, he's uh, been known to catch a couple of snakes. <laughs> yes, that is true. Uh, I, I do have some some snake tails that go back. Uh, but yeah, it's great to great to be talking to you, Brian. I hope I hope Jim is doing great and recovering well from his surgery, and uh, I'm I'm glad to be here and drinking some bourbon tonight. Yeah, so um, we're we're in our own little bars in our homes tonight, and uh, we each have uh, a couple of uh, of bourbons we're going to drink through and and whiskey, and then uh, uh, we have one that we both are fortunate to have a bottle of that we'll taste through at the very end of the show here. Um, but I'll just pass it over to Tyler. What would you uh, like to start with from your picks here? So uh, over on my collection, I've got this Knob Creek 12 here. Uh, I actually picked this up. Oh, about a year or so ago, you know, I've had a, a few drinks of it and it's, it's just something that I was impressed with and uh, I'd like to revisit it tonight. Yeah, Knob Creek always does a pretty good job. I I feel like I'm a big fan of the 12 year. So, uh, yeah. And then I'm going to be working on a little glass of uh, Yellowstone, the the hand pick selection from Total Wine, the 115 proof. But uh, what do you think, Tyler? I like the nose so far. I mean, yeah, right out of the bottle, it smells great. I'm I'm already uh, excited to kind of taste this. 
So where'd you say you picked up that Yellowstone, Brian? Um, I picked it up at Total Wine. And so, uh, you know, every now and then they'll have one of these out. And I actually saw one um, at Kroger, at one of the Kroger liquor stores the other day as well. But this one I picked up, I would say, probably six or seven months ago, somewhere around in there. I, I doubt that they have any left. Maybe they do. But you're talking about a $73 uh, price point. Okay. Okay. And I, I, I do believe at one point uh, I, there was a, a Yellowstone NBA to Louisville bottle. Is that correct? That's correct. I still have that one sitting on the shelf. Uh, you know, they talk about bringing an NBA team to Louisville on a pretty regular basis, but uh, that's never happened yet. So we'll see see what uh, see what happens there. But maybe I'll throw a picture of that up on the, the Bourbon Roadie page and and shove it off. It is a, a very cool bottle that was gifted to me uh, from a friend. That's awesome. Uh, that 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 reminds me. I might have to grab it here in a second. About the uh, a neighbor of mine was uh, gracious enough to to give me a really special bottle after just kind of helping her do some yard work, and and uh, it's really cool. And I I might have to grab that here in a second just to talk about it. I, I definitely think you should. I actually showed some friends a picture of that on actually yesterday at my son's graduation party. So uh, everybody was like, no way. So we'll get into that in a minute. But yeah, that's that is a very special bottle. Mm, it's uh, I'm, I'm liking this Knob Creek 12 so far. You know, it's got a nice, nice nose. Um, you know, not too overwhelming, just kind of nice sweetness to it. Kind of a little bit of a vanilla I'm picking up. Hmm. I don't know. I'm a, hmm. Nice legs on this glass here too. You know, Knob Creek, they rarely disappoint. Uh, you know, they usually make pretty high quality product. Yeah, they do. I, I tend to uh, look for those store picks on a pretty regular basis. Absolutely, especially if you can get some of those older, uh, I mean, 12, 13, 14-year ones. Uh, those are great value and delicious. How's that Yellowstone? Uh, you know, I've, I've taken a nose to it here, and it's, uh, it's definitely going to be a little bit on the sweeter side. Um, but I'm getting ready to have my first sip here, so cheers. Here we go. Cheers. You know, this Knob Creek 12 is nice. It's um, it's not, you know, uh, a home run. It's not, you know, like Weller 12, uh, talking about 12 years. But this is a nice bourbon. I think I picked it up for around $65, $70, uh, you know, MSRP. And this is nice. You know, it's not it's not too crazy, but it's got a nice flavor to it. Nice, a little bit of vanilla, some caramel. Um, I don't know. I get a little bit of sweetness on there. It's got a bit heat to it but not nothing crazy you can kind of you know get a nice little hug to it but uh this is a nice bourbon that i think you can sip on this this knob creek 12 year yeah so on the yellowstone here i don't know if there's a better way to describe it than sweet and spicy it, it is a little spicy got a little heat to it um i would say cherries coming out uh but you know it is uh, it is a, a little it's got a little kick to it so 
Yeah, is that? I, I think that or that heat or that maybe I don't know a little bit of spice, cinnamon. Uh, I don't know if that's come in. Is there some rye in the mash bill, or do you know the mash bill on that Yellowstone? I was trying to research a little bit. Not a whole lot out here on it to see what that mash bill is, but so I'm looking at one uh, Yellowstone Select. It is 75% corn, 13% rye, 12% malt. There we go. So I okay. think that maybe that barley. That do you think that malted barley is uh, coming out? That thirteen percent rye, twelve percent malted barley. Uh, yeah, I mean, you think maybe get some of the heat from coming from there. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's you know, it's definitely uh, you know, I, again, I don't know how else to say it other than it's it's definitely sweet. Uh, it has a little bit more spice than what I expected. I read that it was you know sweet and spicy, but I didn't expect it to be quite that forward, but it is. And, you know, I've, I've been a fan of, of Yellowstone. I'm not going to say that I like everything they release, but if you think about those limited releases, the one ones that came out, uh, you know, four or five years ago, something like that. Um, they were pretty good. Did you have any of those, Tyler, the, oh. the black and the gold label? They're, they definitely look uh, sound familiar. I'm, I'm sure I had a pour at, at some point. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of them. Yeah, I think they were around a hundred and hundred and ten, hundred and twenty a bottle, if I remember correctly. Um, but they were, man, they were good. So when I saw this black label, I was immediately drawn to it because I was like, well, the last time I saw a black label for Yellowstone, it was like on point, very, very good. Uh, so I think I, I may have gotten a little too excited because I'm not going to experience that one again, but, uh, this is a good drink. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. Um, you know, for $73, it may be, maybe a little much and, uh, for some people, but, uh, it's not too bad. Yeah. How's that? I mean, for, you said it's 93 proof, right? Uh, it's actually 115. Oh, I'm sorry, 115 proof. Wow. Okay. 115 yeah, so. proof. Yeah. So, does it drink like a 115 proof? Kind of sounds like a little bit of heat to it. Uh, a little bit, but you know, it, to me, it's more of the spice. It's not necessarily the the ethanol, the heat, you know, the alcohol that that shines through as much. Uh, but you know, I'd say from a heat standpoint, for me, no, I don't think it it punches like 115. But I think the spice definitely brings a little something out in it. Okay. Nice. Nice flavor to it. Maybe go well with some, uh, gingerbread cookies or something or something like that. Yeah. I would think this would be one that would probably be better around the holidays. Might be a good one to put back and wait. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wait for a cold winter's day. I think it'll be uh, <laughs> 90, 90 today. It felt like, yeah it's been a a little hot what about the uh, knob creek 12 what do you what are you getting there you know this is nice uh the the more i kind of sip on it the more a little bit of the flavor comes out a little bit it's not too bad at all on the uh like the burn there's not really a a big burn burn burn. so you do feel a little bit of heat coming down but uh overall it's it's got a nice flavor too i mean this is something that i could definitely kind of sip on throughout the night and I'm sure it would be just fine on ice. Probably, probably taste a little bit. Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't say better, but uh, bring out a little bit more of that flavor. A little bit syrupy. I, I think we're really nice with some ice cubes, actually. 
Yeah, like you said, Knob Creek is, you know, they're just solid. It's reliable. You know, you can go pick up a bottle of it and you're not really going to go wrong. I mean, uh, some are better than others. And like you said, the 12, 13, 14 year picks, if you can find some of those, <laughs> they're just, they're not going to disappoint. Um, so, you know, I guess, Tyler, you would probably recommend this uh, to people if they see the 12 year to, to grab a bottle. Definitely. I mean, you know, typically you expect around, you know, what, $10 a year on average, you know, around and for a 12 year, like solid bourbon for $65, $70 at MSRP. That's solid. I mean, I, I've, I've seen it on shelves on occasion, you know, I'll go to a Kroger and I'll see it, but not all the time. Um, but you know, if you get there on the day they get their inventory, you can probably maybe pick a bottle up. Um, but I'd be, you know, I wouldn't be too surprised if they start disappearing like a lot of these others, you know, these allocated and, uh, as more people kind of discovered across the nation, um, I could definitely see this being one that people would be, uh, you know, picking up. Yeah. I mean, I always wish I had the foresight thinking back when tonight, when I very first started drinking bourbon and try, starting to buy bottles and collecting a little bit, of course, mm-hmm. I've never had bottles that, that I didn't open up, but you know, just buying different bottles and, and working through those. I wish I had the foresight to put back a few bottles of, of different things. You know, you think about the Elmer T Lee's and even just the Buffalo trace, uh, bottles, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, they're, <laughs> who would have ever thought we'd be in the spot that we are where, uh, you know, you're waiting for a liquor store to say, Hey, we put out our Buffalo trace today. Um, it, it, so it's, pretty it, interesting. It, it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, it, I mean, it's awesome that, you know, uh, the, the market and everybody's so excited about it and, and the demands there. Um, but it's also kind of insane. Like, uh, you know, I got married, uh, not too long ago. I mean, you know, years ago, but, uh, for our wedding, I remember we walked into total wine and we just bought handle after handle of some Weller special reserve <laughs> and, you know, it was no big deal. You got as many as you wanted and now you can't even find it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that it is pretty interesting, but you seem to have some pretty good luck finding cool bottles and, and having some, some neat opportunities. And I would just tell all the listeners, if you are on TikTok, look up the digital whiz kid. Um, that's Tyler. And, uh, he's got some really cool bottles that he tastes through, but also some really cool things that he's able to get his hands on. So, uh, always enjoy seeing those. And I feel like Tyler is, uh, kind of TikTok famous at this point from the amount of views that he's able to generate from, from these bourbon videos that he puts out. It's, uh, you know, the last 12 months have certainly been interesting. I, uh, I, I never would have anticipated, um, all the opportunities that, that have, you know, been unveiled from just making really one video. I remember it all kind of started with Brian and I went to, uh, you know, the thoroughbred society and you were trying to decide what to get a pour of. And I was really going to dead set on the, uh, I think it was a 2005 William LaRue Weller because I mean, you know, that's an awesome, awesome bottle. Um, but you know, Brian didn't have to twist my arm too bad. And we went with the 1944 golden wedding, uh, whiskey and it was delicious. And you know, ever since then, it's kind of been, uh, a little bit of a whirlwind. Yeah, I feel like that's a bottle I need to go back and revisit soon. Uh, maybe when Jim gets better and he's able to move around, he should have a, a nice little treat waiting on him down there. Definitely. 
So yeah, we can move on to the next taste that we have ready in our glasses here. And I'll just go ahead and start and say, I have the John J. Bowman um, single barrel. And this, uh, this was a gift to me from a friend that's from Virginia. Uh, he had come in town and we spent a little time together. He, I sent him home with some couple bottles and then he came back in town and he brought this to me and he said, I need to give it a shot. So, uh, this is one that, that honestly, I, I'm happy to have in my glass right now. You know, uh, Brian, I, I haven't honest, I haven't personally had some, I, I've read a lot of great things about that Bowman, especially the one that you have right there. And, uh, I, I'm really kind of curious to see how you, uh, how you, how you like this. Um, it, that is Virginia whiskey or is that Kentucky, uh, sent to Virginia or what is that exactly? Yeah, so it's, uh, you know, on the, on the bottle, it says Virginia straight bourbon whiskey or, uh, straight, yeah, straight bourbon whiskey on the bottle. And, you know, this, if you were to go and do some research and read a little bit, um, you will see that, uh, some people say that, you know, it's new make that comes from Buffalo trace. Uh, so, you know, I don't know, but, but this is aged for nine or 10 years. Um, but yeah, I, I can't confirm that that's, you know, where the new make comes from, but, uh, that's kind of, kind of the thought. Okay. Yeah. I, I thought, I thought I heard read something on Buffalo trace at some point or another, but also I, mm-hmm. I was reading, you know, Virginia whiskey and I guess, uh, there's a, you know, long history of, a, you know, Virginia whiskey and Maryland whiskey and, and rise. And, um, you know, that, I, that is some of the things that I started to uncover in the last year, you know, these, some of these older dusties and brands that I didn't even know existed. And, uh, it's kind of amazing that, uh, the level of, of, you know, quality that was even d- been done, you know, years back without, you know, all the technology and the corn and the rye and all this stuff, you know, things are just different, I guess, you know, corn was different back then. The, the oak, the wood was different back then. Uh, good and bad. Right. Yeah. I mean, you always kind of wonder too, like, what was it like for these people that were distilling, you know, now we have all this technology, like you said, where, you can see if there's something wrong with the corn. You can you can see all these things, and and you know these guys way back in the day, they had to just go on instinct and and knowledge and and look and feel and smell and not technology, which is just incredibly impressive. Yeah, I mean, it gives me a lot more respect for you know those master distillers and 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 everybody else. Uh, and and you know here's an older one right here. Not necessarily an older. Uh, bourbon, but an older, you know, whiskey, old Forester. They, they, they've been around for a while. They know what they're doing. Yeah, they, uh, they do it right. I mean, there's no doubt about it. And, uh, you know, I, I, I love so many of their expressions, uh, but I think you have something a little special though, that, that I can't really find on the shelf. Is that correct? Yeah. The, so I picked this up, um, last, oh, few months, somewhere earlier this year. Um, actually, I'm sorry. I think it was last year, last fall. Um, cause this re- was a release in July, 2022. So, um, I, I, we're on, uh, you know, main street a lot, Brian and I. And so, uh, if people kind of can remember back to back on July, 2015, 
there was a, uh, a quite a fire, a four alarm fire on Whiskey Row. And, you know, uh, there was a lot of, of, of buildings on fire. They, they were, you know, getting barrels out and, and trying to save the barrels. Uh, it was a big deal. And so uh, Old Forester, uh, as part of that fire, they, they had uh, taken some barrels that, that had aged since then and kind of selected them as part of some charity and, you know, money that went to, uh, I think, firefighters and, and some this and that. Um, but basically, you know, as part of that Whiskey Row fire, um, this is some some of the whiskey that was pulled uh, to kind of, I guess, commemorate that um, occasion back in July 2015. So this is a seven year. Uh, so this was was bottled, or I'm sorry, barreled in, in July 2015, and then bottled in July 2022. Uh, so seven years, but this was, you know, basically put in uh, after the fire, uh, just as a kind of a commemorate uh, the occasion. And then this was just recently released uh, last year as part of that. That's awesome. I always love to hear the stories of, you know, when these distilleries do something like that, where they're trying to raise some money and just, you know, there's, there's just stories going way back from, you know, fires and floods and, you know, all kinds of different things that we've seen over the years. But, uh, yeah, that, that is a very cool bottle. So what, uh, can you tell us a little bit more about, uh, proof and all that good stuff? Yeah, so this is a uh, this is actually right at a hundred proof, not super dark brown, but it's gonna kind of nice, kind of amber, uh, brownish, kind of honeyish color. Uh, you know, it smells great. Um, and I, I was also uh, reading, and it says a little bit more on the bottle here. So as part of the, there was a four alarm fire that ravaged the buildings. I'm I'm gonna read this verbatim here. In July 2015, a four alarm fire ravaged through the buildings on historic Whiskey Row. Teams of brave Louisville first responders were able to contain and extinguish the catastrophe, preserving the site for the Old Forester Distillery at 117-119 West Main. This bottling is a blend of barrels which were filled on July 7, 2015, the day the fire was put out. And it's got wow. uh, the, this are, uh, these were Jackie's Icon. Uh, I, I, I don't know if this was the last release that, that she was a part of, but... Um, you know, certainly not there anymore. And, uh, you know, she had always done some great picks there. Um, so this is one that was, I, I you know, I was just excited to kind of pick it up as part of, uh, the opportunity to get it because it was, you know, a, a select a number of barrels that they had raised with the firefighters. And so I was fortunate enough just to, you know, be, be there at the right time and, uh, pick up, pick up, uh, you know, a couple bottles of it, which of course had to, had to be open, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Open the damn bottle. You know how that goes. Yeah. So, uh, well, tell us what you think on the nose. That's kind of nice. Um, it, it, I, I wouldn't say it's as sweet as the Knob Creek that I just uh, had there. And actually just to compare, I'm sorry. Yeah. I believe that Knob Creek 12 is also a hundred proof. Yes, that's correct. So they are the same proof. They are right at both a hundred proof each. This smells a little bit more, I wouldn't say like aromatic, but more, almost more of that spice to it. Um, not overwhelming, but it is nice. It does, it does have a nice, pleasant kind of more of aroma to it. Um, almost like a, I wouldn't say honey, but almost more leaning more of that floral as opposed to uh, more of that like caramel sugar sweetness. I don't know. It smells just really nice. It smells nice and kind of floral to the nose to me. 
I got to tell you, off the you know first impression, and tonight I have had this in the past, uh, and it is something that I've talked to other people. The finish isn't as 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 powerful or as uh, long as I would like. Um, you know, I, I have gotten similar kind of feedback. It is only seven years old, so you know you can't really uh, fault them too much, and it is only a hundred proof. So again, you know, uh, you can't really get too uh, overwhelming. You know, you, you think about like a barrel proof or something like that, or it has more of a refined finish and just kind of more lasting. This isn't like that. It, it's it's nice. It's very flavorful. Um, it's got nice kind of brown sugar, vanilla ish. Um, but this is something that you can definitely uh, kind of sip on uh, a lot and not feel too bad about it. Uh, the, the finish just there's not a lot there. Um, it's, it's nice for what it is. It's just too short. It's, I mean, I would, I would rate this, uh, I don't know, a B, B minus if I got to be honest, it's not the worst. It's great. I'm being a snob, but B minus. No, I mean, there's nothing wrong with a B minus, you know, I, I drink a lot of, a lot of bourbons that are D's and F's. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, and you know, I go back and, and try them every now and then just, just to make sure that, that I didn't like them. Um, but certainly don't let anything go to waste, uh, in my house. So I'll tell you a little bit about the, the John J Bowman, uh, right now, you know, I gotta be honest. I, uh, I couldn't quite figure out what's on the nose here. And maybe, you know, maybe I'm tricking myself, but I get probably way more green apple than I should. Um, really? Green apple. Okay. But but it really is. Uh, it's, it's there and it's present to me. Um, you know, that's, it's a little bit different. Of course, I've had some, some flavored whiskeys and different things, the Jack Daniels and some other things that are released with apple and, uh, you expect that, of course, from something like that, but this is just different. Uh, you know, this is a, a, a straight bourbon whiskey. Uh, so to have the green apple on the nose like this is a little surprising. It's it's a pleasant nose. I mean, it, it really is. The, I feel like there's a little bit of chocolate in there. Um, I'm just really interested, to be honest, to see if I get any green apple on the palate. I am too. Well, what did you think? Well, I don't get any green apple. I mean, not any of it, but I do get um, chocolate. Okay. It feels feels very heavy uh, from the chocolate standpoint, like uh, malted chocolate. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, that's pretty, pretty interesting. I'm going to go back and take another nose here and see if I still get, uh, get this green apple. So the green apple on the nose for me is, is gone. Uh, not picking that up at all. So I don't know. I I feel like like my my nose and 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 my palate are really playing tricks on me right now <laughs> so I, I can say i i have honestly never had an experience like this so well so i'm trying to think here uh i, I feel like we we had drinking i, I had drinking with you and and jim 
uh, at some point, some sort of malted. Was it the two nine one? That was I, there was an Aspen Stay finished, but there was something at some point with a malt in it. And I'm wondering if that. I'm just I'm asking because I'm wondering if that was similar, or if there's something similar that you would compare it to. So as far as the chocolate goes, uh, that chocolate fl- flavor, um, I've had a uh, a Woodford reserve that that was finished um i had a woodford reserve that was finished and it definitely did have uh, a similar taste from a chocolate standpoint chocolate malted uh woodford um oh yeah as far as the chocolate whispers is that the yeah yeah okay yeah yep yep so so similar you know obviously different mash bills all that good stuff but that's that's what it would remind me of from a chocolate standpoint because it is so forward. Um, the finish is, I feel like it's, I'd say it's a long finish. Um, Do you I don't feel would- like it's really overpowering or anything. Um, it's pretty good. I mean, you know, what, uh, Leather, leathery, chocolate, and leathery is, you know, the best that I can say for the palate and the finish. Um, I wish I could get that green apple back. I don't think I'm going to get it back until I take a break and revisit this in a few days or something. <laughs> so, so uh, personally, because I, I'm not always the biggest fan of, you know, like the Whoppers, the candy. <clears throat> And when I hear malted, that's always the first thing that kind of comes to my mind is Whoppers. Uh, I, I, it's probably not a fair comparison, but that's just always what I think Whoppers. And I'm like, I don't know if I like Whoppers. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I am a fan of Whoppers, and I've been a fan of chocolate malts my whole life, going to uh, different places to get milkshakes. My dad would always talk to me about growing up and having, you know, malts and all that good stuff. Um so I am a big fan of, of those things, but, uh, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that you would pick up any real resemblance of, you know, the malt balls, the chocolate malt balls or anything like that. Um, definitely not, uh, not as sweet. Mm. Um, so yeah, when you think about, you know, those malt balls are a little bit on the sweeter side. This, this does not to me, go that far sweet. Um, is it more like earthy, more kind of, I wouldn't say yeah, like, like grat, like oaky, but more like nutty kind of, uh, uh, not so much nutty, but, uh, like a dark chocolate, you know, how the dark chocolates are a little bit more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, like rich. They're not as sweet. They're, mm. you know, they're almost like you can get those chocolate chips that, yes, that are, yeah. Yeah. So, um, that, that's what I feel like is, is going on here, but you know, on the finish, I do feel like you get some of that, some of that leathery, uh, uh finish to it. It's, it's a long finish. Um, I do, I feel like it's really, um, warming my throat as I have each sip. So it's kind of a nice, 
nice long finish that lingers, uh, which is pretty cool. I have to bring you a sample of this so you can give it a taste. I'll be really interested to hear if you uh, pick up on that green apple. Definitely. And I'll bring some of this, uh, I'll, I'll bring some of this, uh, whiskey row fire to see if you have the same thoughts on the, uh, I mean, it's, it's a great upfront palette. Uh, you know, wonderful. Tastes great right in the mouth. The finish just, you know, I wish it was just a little bit longer. Yeah. 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 Now this is pretty good. So, uh, well, I think we're going to take a quick break here and we'll finish off these two glasses and we'll be back in just a second. Land's Bourbon Shop has got you covered. All of their handcrafted wood products are made in their in-house wood shop with authentic bourbon barrels. Specializing in barrel-aged potent treats, they use Blanton's barrels to age their own maple syrup, honey, and coffee. Find the most unique gift ideas for your golf lover, cigar connoisseur, avid coffee drinker, and Blanton's fan. Want to win an authentic Blanton's barrel head? Make sure you sign up for the giveaway on the homepage of their website. Blantonsbourbonshop.com is your home for all Blanton's gifts. As we mentioned earlier in the show, we hope you'll join us this fall on October 6th and 7th for Bourbon on the Banks. The festival itself is from 2 to 6 p.m. on October the 7th, and you can pick those tickets up at bourbononthebanks.org for $65. They also have an early access ticket for $75. It'll get you in an hour early and definitely get you access to some special pours. But if you always like that VIP access, this year they're bringing in the VIP access tickets. They'll give you access to their VIP tent and all the great things that go along with that for $175. Be sure to check out bourbononthebanks.org. You'll get all the details on this year's event. All right, folks, we're back for the second half. We just finished off uh, the two glasses that we were sipping on there, and we're going to move on to, uh, I would say, Tyler, one of the better bottles over the years that was under $20 in its heyday and uh, a very, very cool and unique bottle. Now, I'll I'll be honest, uh, mine was gifted to me from Jim. So this is something that I've had probably for five years or so, maybe six years. Um, just been sipping on it very slowly. Typically just have this out to share with, with people when they come over. So I can say, Hey, have you ever heard of this? Have you ever seen it? And, you know, people that have been around for a while are like, yeah, that's the cheap stuff. Um, but uh, we're, we're talking about the heaven and Hill bottle and bond six year, uh, six years old bottle. And uh, I got to tell you, I'm always excited to taste this one. Yeah, this is awesome. This is one that uh, uh, it was discontinued in 2018. Um, they, I, I'm not sure why, you know, they do different things. Uh, I, I suspect the, the seven year bourbon that's out now, the Heaven Hill seven year 
is the same barrels that they just aged another year and, and started. I don't know. That's what I suspect. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this is one that, you know, on the day you could not that long ago, 10 years ago, you could go in, you know, pick it up off the shelf for 10, 11 bucks and be really impressed with, with what you got. So what, uh, on the secondary market, if any of these are available, what would you think these would go for Tyler? Well, you know, if I would speculate, uh, some prices, this, this bottle is about 40 or $50 actually. Um, you know, uh, it, it probably, uh, it may not be as high as it once was at its peak, uh, you know, about six months ago, but I mean, this is still very sought after, um, especially the, you know, the 1.75, the, the handles of them. Um, because it, it's just great juice and, uh, you know, it's hard to go wrong. It's a cool bottle. It's got the, you know, the white label. Uh, mm-hmm. it just looks, you know, it's not the pre fire, but it's, it's, it's damn good. It's, it's pretty, pretty cool. And, you know, I would say right now, you know, I don't, I never encourage people to buy bottles off the secondary market and take the risk of someone ripping you off. Or, you know, of course we see so many folks that try to join the bourbon roadies that come on and say that they're going to, you know, they have this and that and they're always spamming folks. And that, you know, it is very frustrating when that happens. But if I had a very reliable source that was secondary market, uh, which is just a few folks uh, that I talked to, I would certainly pay $50 on this secondary market for another bottle of this. I think it'd be well worth it. I'd have to agree with you. I mean, this is it. It was great value back in the day and it's, uh, it's still a great value for that. You know, it's, it's very similar to what uh, people have kind of discovered with, with some of these, uh, these bottles, like, you know, like a George T stag or, or uh, William Lever Weller, or, you know, it's a, it's not an antique collection type of, of value, but it's, it, it holds its value to where the, it's, it, it is probably one of the few that is worth four to five times the MSRP. Um, as opposed to a lot of these that quite frankly, they're not worth what people are selling them for. Um, but this is one of those that I would agree. Yeah. This is great stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, let's get to the nose here. I, uh, I'll tell you what, I've got, I've got something that I'll throw out here and see if you get the same thing. I feel like I have a bag of peanuts. Yeah. I get that. It's, it's, uh, it's nice. Like it's not no ethanol really. And, and I had all hundred proof bourbons and, um, honestly, um, you know, I would say the, the old Forester did have the, the most pleasant nose, but of the three, like this is probably the one I go to, uh, like time and time again, just because I know what kind of what to expect with this one. It's just solid. And it's, I mean, the nose is just so pleasant. I mean, it really is. I, it, it's light, pleasant. Of course, you know, I feel like I'm getting a bag of peanuts. Maybe something weird is going on uh, with my nose these days. You know, I had green apple. Now I have a bag of peanuts. Um, but, yeah, this is uh, – the nose is so good. I'm ready to jump in and have a little taste here. Cheers. Cheers. You know, uh, it's just really, it's so smooth. It's just, it reminds me a lot of just like, uh, Russell's reserve 10 in general, just solid go-to just, you know, Mm -hmm. 
it's nothing crazy, but it's it's good every time. Sweet. I love the sweet. And this is actually uh, not too dissimilar. I was going to say the mash bill on this isn't too dissimilar from the the uh, the fi- uh, I'm sorry, the Yellowstone. This is a 78% corn, 10% rye, 12% barley. Uh, I believe the Yellowstone was 75, 13% rye, 12% barley. Um, but it's not. Uh, I don't mean you. You had both of them, but I would say it, they don't taste as similar as the mash bills say. No, they really don't. You know, with the with the Yellowstone, it was definitely more spicy. Um, I had a lot more spice. This is not. There's just there's just not a ton of spice to it. Um, it's just man, it's just good. Like yeah. sweet caramel. I still feel like I have a little bit of peanut in there for me, um, but man, it's good. Jim always gives the best gifts. Like I got to tell you, he, uh, he does a good job. And uh, I feel like he knows my, my palate so well that he knows exactly what to give me. That's going to, uh, that I'm really going to enjoy. You know, the more you say that, you know, the more you, I, I hadn't thought about it as much on the peanuts, but the more you'd said that I, I definitely pick up a lot of that peanut. Um, like I, I, when I was, when I was smelling it, I got a little bit just on the back end of some, some Oak, but nothing like, you know, some of the newer, like Elijah Craig, like you really kind of pick mm-hmm. up a lot of that Oak. Um, but the, it, it's just so sweet to me. I wish, and, and like I was going on about the finish, this is kind of a, even, uh, a, less of a finish than even that old Forester. Um, mm-hmm. but it's, it's just so smooth and just so, um, I don't know. It's sweet. It's nice. It's just a nice, uh, sipping bourbon. Yeah. Very, very easy drinker. Very easy. So Tyler, you've got a very special bottle sitting next to you and, uh, I'd like for you to share it with everybody and just tell them what you have here. Cause this is, I mean, this is a really, really special bottle, special gift. Yes, yes. And I think, um, you know, there's a couple of lessons. One, you know, obviously be grateful for everything that you have. Uh, but two, it doesn't hurt to, to do a good deed every once in a while and take care of your neighbors. And, you know, I, I, ordinarily I would be doing that anyway, just because I, I live next to a couple older people and, um, you know, I'm, I'm younger. I'm not, I'm not spry as, as I once was. I'm in my older thirties, but uh, you know, they're in their eighties. And so, you know, it's just kind of a little bit harder for them to, you know, kind of get around and, and do some things. So we had, Oh, there's some tornadoes and wind damage a few months back. And um, we had some big trees that came down in our neighborhood and my neighbor out back, well, she had some, I don't know, a big branch that came down and I saw her out there with some hedge trimmers and, and you know, she's very independent. So I didn't want to like, you know, o- o- overstep, but I said, Hey, you know, let me, come over there with my chainsaw and kind of help you out here. And, and so I kind of went over there and kind of, you know, took a, took care of the trees, kind of cleaned it up a little bit for her. And she was very grateful and, you know, I was going to be on my way, but she said, you know, I know you're a big bourbon fan and I've had this bottle for years and I just want you to have it as a gift. And I was like, no, 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 it's, it, that's quite all right. Like it, you know, we're neighbors. It's just, I still didn't, you know, I still don't feel quite uh, right having it, but she really wanted me to have it. And she, 
she knew that I would appreciate it. So uh, I, I, I took it off her hands and, uh, you know, I went home and, and later that night I get to looking at it a little bit uh, more and I'm like, huh, this is, uh, this is interesting. And uh, so, so the, the, the story she tells me is that she used to work at this company and I'm guessing the company is Brown Foreman. She didn't say she was, used to work at this company as an accountant and they had a Christmas party and she won a door prize and somebody just hands her this bottle and this bottle is in mint condition. I mean, it's been sitting on her shelf since the day she won it. So she says, Oh yeah, I won this bottle and somebody hands it to me and I don't really drink. So I just put it on my shelf and it's just been sitting there. And I was like, really, you know, this is a, uh, it's kind of a special bottle. So, uh, uh, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but Woodford Reserve originally uh, came out in 1996 by Lincoln Henderson. Uh, you can see there Lincoln Henderson. And so this is from the first batch of, of Woodford Reserve. And this is bottle number 3,202. Uh, I don't know how many millions of bottles they've made, but this is, uh, this is about as uh, mint of a bottle in my collection that I have. And this thing is from 1996. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable, the condition this thing's in. Yeah, I mean, I, we'll share a picture of it for sure. And it's, uh, it is mint condition. Uh, super cool bottle. I, you know, when I see things like that, uh, I just always wonder, like, I wonder what that juice tastes like. And I bet it's got to be good because I know Lincoln Henderson always did a phenomenal job at everything, uh, you know, and and just so well respected. He knew exactly what he was doing. I just had an amazing palate and a way to put out phenomenal bourbons. Um so I'm sure that I'm sure that juice is amazing, but Tyler, we'll probably never know, will we? You never know. You never know. I uh, you kind of <laughs> part of the thing that led into that discussion was uh, you know when we had talked before, she actually asked me if I wanted some wine, and I'm not much of a wine drinker, uh, but I was like, yeah, you know, uh, I, I, we had opened up, uh, uh, oh, oh gosh, an old Taylor from 1915. And I was telling her about opening it up and, you know, making some videos and how the thing is, you know, a lot of people just really don't open these old bottles and, and that's the big draw to it. So she says, well, you're welcome to drink it. If you want to open it, go right ahead. And I was like, <laughs> I told her, you know what? I might, <laughs> I might. <laughs> I'll get it on video if so, but I might. Well, you know, we always have a saying, uh, and it's, it's really Jim saying, but I, I truly agree with it and believe in it. And it's open the damn bottle. And, um, you know, I, I have a couple bottles that I do hang on to for special moments. I actually have a very special bottle of wine. It's a, it's a special release of Camus. And it was gifted to me from a guy in California, a phenomenal guy that, that works with my brother, knows my brother real well out there. And uh, I was able to take some samples of different bourbons out, actually shipped out a pretty big box. And we went to his house. He had an amazing bar and he gave me this very nice bottle of Camus. So, uh, you know, I do very much believe in opening the damn bottle, but I also know that there's a time and a place. And, um, you know, sometimes folks make comments, um, you know, 
got to open that bottle. But I guarantee you, my bottles will be open uh, when the time is right. But there's nothing wrong with hanging on to a bottle for a special moment, whether that's a child's birth or a college graduation uh, or just a very special moment in your life. And, and I do encourage folks, if you have a bottle that's special to you in that way, just hang on to it. And when the time's right, you'll know and open that bottle up and enjoy it and share it with those that you love and that you're celebrating with. And it'll be all that much, uh, all that much more special once you get to that moment in life. So, um, Tyler, I hope one day that that special moment comes along when you get to open that up. Cause I know you will <laughs> thoroughly enjoy that one for sure. Absolutely. And, and honestly, a lot of the, uh, what I have fun with is when people are, are over and they, they appreciate bourbon, they're like, Oh man, that's some, that's some awesome stuff. That's when I'll open it and say, no, <laughs> if you, if you appreciate it that much, then let's open it and let's drink it because I, I'd rather have a pour with somebody that'll appreciate it than somebody that won't, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and I always do like, I think I've said this on the show a few times, but uh, I really do love to test people. And if they can drink some of my stuff that I just think is not good and they're willing to suffer through that, they can have anything on my bar. Right. Uh, go ahead and take your pick. But uh, I do have a couple of, of uh, whiskeys that are not uh, not very good, but uh, but I always like to have some fun there with with that. So, um, but yeah, Tyler, that is so cool, and I agree with you one hundred percent that helping those that that need help in different ways and doing it not expecting anything in return. Um, sometimes you are gifted with with something amazing or, or just an experience to get to know somebody and you get to hear stories that you would never have been able to hear. And, uh, it's just, I think it's so cool that, that you're always willing to help these folks around you. And, um, it says a lot, you know, there's, we're in a changing world and that's not always the case anymore, but, uh, but I know, I know they greatly appreciate all your help. Hey, uh, I, 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 I enjoy it honestly. And, and, and to be fair with you, uh, uh, none of these experiences I would ever even have in the bourbon, uh, world would be without, you know, helping out others and helping, you know, just where, wherever I, you know, for example, with, you know, the thoroughbred society, we, we, uh, uh we made the video or made the video about the, the, the 1944 bourbon. Uh, with Brian, and then they said, "Hey, well, can we make some more? We got some other cool bottles." And I was like, "Well, sure, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we'll, we'll open whatever you want, you know. I'll, I'll just give me a pour. I'm in." And so, yeah, yeah. just by being a part of it and and by volunteering, kind of, uh, okay, well, let's have some of this. Let's have some of this. Great, you know, I'm along for the ride. Yeah, very cool. And I'm, I'm really hoping to get some folks from uh, the Lowell Thoroughbred Society on the show soon. And I've kind of teed up a couple and I don't want to bring anything until we actually get those scheduled in and, and really make sure that, that these are going to happen. But I can tell you that, uh, you know, we're looking at having a couple different folks on, uh, maybe a couple of bartenders from up there. They do some phenomenal uh, work with with cocktails and different things. And, and, you know, they do everything um, from scratch. They don't buy mixers and all that good stuff. So they, they do a phenomenal job and they really do put a lot of thought and effort into 
the different drinks that they're going to put out. And then of course, you know, our buddy up there and I won't mention his name. I don't want to uh, put him on the spot or anything, but we do have a really good friend up there that does a great job of selecting bourbons and making sure there's just some phenomenal options on the shelves there. So I'm really looking forward to and and hopeful that we'll have some of these folks on here soon. Oh man, they uh, they're awesome, especially I know I won't I won't mention the names either, but they're they're just uh, the expertise is just like you know they they they're great about you tell them what you're looking for and what you're, you know, want to have, and they'll find the exact right one for you. And, and that, uh, I had some of their Willet, uh, pick that they had there and that that stuff's awesome, man. I did too. You know, they, they were gracious enough. Uh, we had a, a very nice win at work and, uh, went up to celebrate and just told them I needed a nice pour of something. And they were so gracious to share that with me. And I was, I was blown away. Um, definitely a great pick uh, will it pick from for them um so yeah that's uh, a super cool place and i know it's special to us near and dear to our hearts um but yeah i, I i'm happy that you have that bottle tyler uh, pretty cool you know like i said we'll definitely share some some photos of this on social media just so everybody can check it out and and see what it's see what it looks like and wow the first 30, one of the first bottles out of 3,200 that they released. So, uh, pretty cool stuff. Yeah. I'm sure me and Wes, uh, Wes Henderson over there at Angel's Envy can make a, make a, make an agreement for it. I, I'd much rather to go to somebody in the Henderson family, uh, than otherwise, if I don't open it myself, right. Just because I'd rather right. keep it some, you know, somebody in that Lincoln generation. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's definitely some special, uh, special memories there, I'm sure, for the entire family. So, well, that's about all the time we have for today. And Tyler, I just want to say thank you again for jumping on and spending a little time with us tonight. Um, really enjoyed drinking through these different uh, different bourbons with you. And, and hopefully uh, our listeners have something that they can go and pick up from this. You know, we definitely recommend that Knob Creek 12-year, uh, 12, 13, 14-year bottles Go pick those up. Uh, you know, we can we can share pictures of this one as well on social media, just so everybody knows what what we're talking about here. But you know, Yellowstone, I would also recommend. I uh, don't think there's anything wrong, and if you have the opportunity to, to pick up one of these old Foresters uh, that that Tyler's talked about, uh, you know, I would strongly recommend that as well. The John J. Bowman was solid, and. Uh, and folks, as always, you can find us on social media. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and others as well. Um, of course, we have our uh, private Facebook group, the Bourbon Roadies. We're about 3,000, just over 3,000 members strong. And again, you know, we, we don't have a large number for a lot of reasons, but, uh, you know, we want to make sure that folks, number one, are over the tw- over the age of 21 years old. We also want people to be nice. Like don't make fun of somebody because they drink bourbon that you don't like, or they drink it in a way that you don't think it should, uh, should be consumed. We, we welcome people that drink all different types of bourbon. I've, I've got a bottle of benchmark apple that I sip on every now and then. And I'm sure that's probably not everyone's, uh, top pick 
to ever drink, but you know, it's something that, that doesn't bother me. So just be courteous and nice to each of the members on there. And also, you know, like we just talked about a few minutes ago, uh, if someone says that they have a bottle, they're going to sell you in our group, just be very careful. We don't recommend doing that. It's just not a good idea. Uh, there's lots of ways to acquire bottles of bourbon. Uh, it's not recommended to do that through our group. Um, but we are, we do really appreciate all of our members and we appreciate all of the conversations and the sharing of, of pictures and, and bottles and cocktails. And I even saw some beer on there the other day, which made me really happy that someone was uh, willing to share that uh, <laughs> on the group. And uh, so as everybody knows, each week we release one episode on Wednesdays. And if you want to be notified, you just need to go to Spotify or Apple or any of the places that you can find a podcast and you want to click the subscribe button and you'll be notified each time that we release an episode. Um, so we appreciate everybody listening and we look forward to having Jim back here soon. But until then, we will see you down the bourbon road. 